Happy New Year. You're listening to episode 67 of It's an Adventure with Daniel and Victor. You can listen to this podcast anywhere you listen to podcasts. If you like this podcast, you can donate to it on Anchor. And if you really like us, tell a friend. We hope your resolution is to listen to us 24-7. That's much easier than working out, you know. Enjoy this week's episode. Five, we're live. Ha ha. First podcast of the new year, son. Nice. Yeah. Oh, shit. Hey, are we? No, coming up in, what, May or June is when is going to be our two-year anniversary, right? Yeah, it'd be sometime in either June or July, because we started doing this uh, summer 27? No, t- summer 2018. 2018, yeah, because yeah. when, I, when I graduated yes. college is when we started. Yes. Um, well, welcome, everyone. Welcome to the theater lobby. Or, God damn you, it. You said that last week, too, the theater lobby. I don't lobby. know why. I don't and this know podcast why. is sort of like a continuation of that show. A little <laughs> bit, yeah. Um, but hey, welcome to It's an Adventure. My name is Victor Wright. My name is Daniel Farias. Hey, was Once Upon a Time in Hollywood a musical or a comedy? Um... No, <laughs> I guess it could. It was funny. Some parts of it were funny. Is that what the the Golden Globes people classified it as? Yeah, because you reminded me as we were like getting set up that the Golden Globes happened last night. Yeah. Um, and yeah, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood won Best Motion Picture, Musical, or Comedy. See, the Golden Globes are known for doing that. I think when The Martian came out, it won for Best Comedy. That's right. That's right. And it's like musical or comedy doesn't make sense because you have all of these wacky comedies and then like Les Mis. Yeah. Like how does that compare to like other comedies? It's weird. I hate when award shows do that, when they separate the award uh, based on genre. I really like that the Oscars just do like best picture, bitch. Boom. That's it. Right. Yeah, I I agree because I'm looking at some of these. It's not even – I don't even have issues with who won. I'm just having issues with, like, how, how things are categorized, you know? Yeah, it's confusing and uh, inaccurate. <laughs> it's That's why... Do you have anything to say about the Golden Globes? Uh, I'll tell you right now. I didn't watch it. Um, yeah. I guess I watched some of it. Uh, it was on the screen at Father's last night. And I was able to to see I, I I caught Joaquin Phoenix, our incel god, winning Best Actor. Is, is Joaquin Phoenix actually insane? I think he is. He looked I uh, there was no sound coming from the screens, and they had <laughs> subtitles. But and I couldn't really make out what the subtitles were saying. But in his mannerisms and just the way that he was behaving, he looks like a guy that's a little unhinged. He looked. A little whacked out last night, didn't he? A little bit, yeah. Because I, I don't. Do you remember that Jimmy Kimmel interview he did? Where I, I remember the the series of interviews he did at late night, where he was uh, was it when he was promoting uh, his documentary about him becoming a rapper? It was something like that, yeah. The thing is, though, I think that was a work. That was something okay. that he staged. I think though, Joaquin Phoenix. Joaquin Phoenix has this reputation of being known as his really uh method actor and those right. method actors are known for being fucking whack jobs right and here's the thing 
I'm sure Joaquin Phoenix is a very nice guy, very charismatic or something, but a lot of times the reason you do method acting is because, like, you don't necessarily have a, uh, a personality of your own, almost. You yeah, know? he's, uh, yeah, he's, I think ever since, um, for a while he's been known as one of those actors that just, like, gives it his all in performances, and I think since... Since Daniel Day Lewis retired, he's known right now as like the premier method actor. Right, right. Well, yeah, and because I, I just remember there was that thing where he was the rap because where he's promoting his rap thing. Yeah. But there was another one where he's talking about like frogs for brains, and he was promoting one movie, but he was method acting for like you are never really there or something. Yeah. And, and I just remember that being. I I wouldn't mind meeting him, but I do think he's kind of a bizarre fellow. Yeah, definitely. I think I think all fucking actors are weird, dude. They're weird. <laughs> like uh, not actors like the the ones in LA. They're all like, yeah, I'm an actress I'm and an I actor, do this. Yeah. The really good ones, the ones that make it to to the TV and the screen, those motherfuckers are weird. They have a what? the reason why they're so compelling is because they actually are trying to be somebody else. And they're not yes. putting on airs, but they're actually, actually trying to be somebody other than they're not. And we take that for granted because we watch shit all the time, but when you really look at their craft, like, fuck, that's really weird. Right. Well, because, like, compare, like, Dwayne The Rock Johnson or something, who I like. Yeah. But he, he always just kind of plays himself in most movies compared to... Oh, fuck, name someone. Like, uh, like um, a Philip Seymour Hoffman. Philip Seymour Hoffman, yes. Or fuck I'm blanking it. on literally every actor's Fucking name. Fucking Daniel Day-Lewis. Yes, Daniel Day-Lewis. That well, guy, to... yeah, that guy did you ever hear the story about him, him on, uh, on set for the uh, Gangs of New York? <laughs> no. Okay, Gangs of New York, I think it takes place in like the 1800s in New York City. It's about these warring gangs that are trying to... Uh, Seize control of the fucking town. It's directed by Martin Scorsese, and they had a bunch of scenes where they filmed it out in the snow. Now, Daniel Day-Lewis, uh, he says he's retired now. We don't know. We don't know if that that's retirement's going to... What'd you say? Yeah, that's, yeah bullshit, bullshit, right? Yeah. We'll see. But uh, he's known for being this really uh, fucking intense method actor where he... For months at a time, he will live like his character lives, and he will right. become that character, and he will be referred to as that character only. And in ga- uh, there's this one scene in Games of New York where, um, because uh, it was snowing, and he wasn't wearing a jacket uh, in the scene. But when when they would cut, all the actors would put on parkas, but he wouldn't. Like he wouldn't put on a parka. Because there was no parkas back in the day. Like, he would be like, why would I wear that shit? No, my, my character's not wearing a fucking parka. And he ended up getting hypothermia. Because he refused to wear the fucking modern jacket. That's how you die. That's how you die. Yeah. And because, okay, in his character, his character had a specific stance. No, 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 no. He was in uh, My Left Foot. Uh, have you heard of My yes. Left Foot? Oh, yeah, where he, he could only... He had paint, but it's only with his left foot, and he can't move anything else. Right? Yeah, I think it's either paint or right or whatever. But he's he's just, something like that. Yeah, he's uh in the character in the movie he plays his character that he only has control of his left foot, and because of the way that he would sit in his wheelchair, 
uh, because that's the way his character sat. He ended up breaking like a rib because of the posture that he had throughout the entire fucking movie. Fuck. Yeah, that's fucking insane. I'm just thinking that. He won an Oscar for that, <laughs> so I guess it was worth it. Hey, you know who might be weird now? Who? Because he's such a good actor. Uh, Adam Sandler. Yeah, dude. I saw it. Have you seen Uncut Gems? Fuck yeah, I have. Dude, that thing, I will probably never, ever watch that movie ever again. It stressed me the fuck out. I couldn't handle it. See, I'm the opposite because I'm like, I want to go rewatch that movie right now. Like that, I couldn't, I, he would, in, I guess, I don't know, I don't know if this is a spoiler warning, but, um, in Uncut Gems, nothing really dangerous or precarious happens. Uh, what makes the movie stress, most of the film, yeah. yeah, through most of the film, what stresses me out is how this, the, the, Adam Sandler, I forget his, what, what's the name of his character? Uh, fucking. Oh, shit, I don't. I'm bad with names. I'm bad with names. I don't know. I'm looking it up. Go ahead, go ahead. But his character has, like, this weird fucking gambling addiction. I don't know, where he always tries to raise the stakes, and he he spends and and bets uh, using money that he doesn't have. And he just keeps making things worse, and he keeps compounding the situation. And I'm just like, fucker, get a hold of yourself. And the way that they... I guess like the way that they blocked out scenes and their their use of fucking music, it just it just stressed me out. Like I couldn't. I was like, ah, like I was curling up in a ball in my seat because I couldn't handle what was being fucking thrown at me. It is because like okay, small like spoiler warning for the first like ten minutes of the film. Because um, like the main the main plot of Uncut Gems is that Adam Sandler, who's played by whose character's name is Howard. There we go. Yeah, I knew it was something because they kept saying it. They kept yelling at him. Um, he yeah. owes someone $100,000, and he just hasn't paid it back yet. And they make it pretty clear early on he has the money. He just refuses <laughs> to pay it back. I know, man. And then knowing all that and then going through like all of like the, the shit he willingly goes through – it's like, yeah. what are you doing, dude? It's like, you're, when you watch that movie, you're witnessing somebody's, like, willing destruction. Oh, yeah, again, you, uh, very early on, you see he has the means and working relationships to easily make $100,000. It's like, to, to the slots, off to the casino to bet all of this money right now. Yeah, man. I think I, um, I was very, Adam Sandler did a good job. I, I hope he does oh, more movies like this. But it, it is, I, I get that frustration you're getting, because it's the same frustration you get when you're, like, in the car with an older relative who refuses to use, like, Google Maps or something, where everything could have been done so easily, but he keeps making it worse and worse for himself, and he keeps getting, like, further down the rabbit hole. Yeah. And I, I like certain scenes where you can tell where he, he's about to solve a problem, but then he stops, and then he starts thinking, and then that's the moment where you're like, no, fucker, no, don't you do it, don't you do it, and then he does it. He just makes it infinitely worse. That exact, I know the exact scene you're 
saying where he's like, oh, I could make this better for myself, and then he doesn't. <laughs> um, no, I do think what adds to it is that um, when in most scripts you have character A talk, then B, then C, then D, uh, in this film, through a lot of scenes, characters A through D are all talking over each other at the same time. Yeah. And yeah, that's what makes the scenes fucking frenetic, man. I don't know. I don't know what it is about people talking over each other that just instantly stresses me out. For me, it signals distress. Like something's wrong here. Why are all these people talking over each other? And it's it's effective. Well, there's there's a scene again very early on where I think Kevin Garnett and Lakeith Stanfield needed to uh, get into a get into the store or something. Yeah, and the and door the, was busted. And that minute. I'm sure it was only like two minutes, but it felt like ten because you had not only everyone talking over each other, but everyone talking over each other about different topics and having different conversations all at the same time. Um, it's a it's a stressful film, but I I absolutely loved it. It's one of my favorite movies this year. <coughs> yeah, I recommend people go see that shit. You'll see another side of Adam Sandler. I've been waiting for this. Adam Sandler. I've been waiting for this uh, caliber of performance since fucking Punch Drunk Love, which was like, what, 17 years ago? Yeah, I, I was thinking, because I, I was trying to think of other like dramatic performances where he, it was full-on dramatic. There's funny I, people, but that wasn't really a full-on drama. No, it wasn't. And he, he, was, very, he was himself, basically. Yeah. He was like an older version of himself. I never saw Punch Drunk Love. Was that? Oh, it's one of my. It's so good. You should watch it. It's one of my favorite movies ever. It's by a, by my boy PTA Paul Thomas Anderson. Paul Thomas Anderson. Okay. Yeah. Um, but is that like full on dramatic? Is is it's a it's, it's a romantic comedy, but it's it's a fucking bizarre one. But Adam Sandler doesn't really lean so heavily on his uh, comedic sensibilities. Okay, he gotcha. plays like a very awkward um, person who has like, uh, it's not addressed in the movie, but he has like issues, I guess, with just like fucking anxiety. And he, you can almost, I, I don't know if this is offensive, but you can almost say like he's a, a little like on the spectrum. You know what I'm saying? Okay, I see. Yeah, yeah. A little bit like that. It's not no, it's not said or anything, but he's just an awkward dude. Overly awkward dude. And he has these uh, fits of rage. <laughs> and that's, okay. that's probably the only real Adam Sandler aspect in that character where when he goes off, he goes fucking off. It's straight on like full... You know like when Adam Sandler yells, he has like his voice yeah. changes? And he goes like, yeah, Bordo! Yeah. That sort of thing. That <laughs> That's when you see the... That's when you see uh, the Adam Sandler that everyone's familiar with. That guy that goes off the rails sometimes and attacks children like he did in uh, Billy Madison. <laughs> it's funny because it, that's not even his fault. That's just like probably how his voice sounds, you know? Yeah. yeah. But you should watch um, that shit. It's great. Okay, cool. Cool, cool, cool. Yeah, because I, I, I was just... In, I'm interested in if Uncut Gems is going to be a shift in what he's doing or if it's just going to be a one-off thing for uh, Sandler. 
I so think, in the next couple of years, you know. We'll I think it'd out. be smart if he does another one like this, man, because he, he can't keep making Adam, Adam Sandler movies. Like, he can't keep... I don't think he can keep making them at the same pace that he did because then he'll be a, a straight-up joke. I think he should make an, another one of these movies, maybe make another Adam Sandler movie, not one that's like... Um, not a grown-ups or anything, but something that's more along right. the lines of, like, classic Adam Sandler, like fucking Happy Gilmore or something. I've, I've heard that his Netflix movies are good, like the pure comedy ones. Right. I heard they're not terrible. I, I haven't seen them, but that's, that's just what I've heard. I gotta be honest, I don't trust people who say that because people who go out and watch that thing already kind of like Adam Sandler to begin with. Yeah. <laughs> you know? But fuck, um, man, like, he's made, like, a bunch of shitty movies, but when he's yeah. good, he is so good. Have you seen, I think we've talked about this on the on the podcast, have you seen 100% Fresh? His stand-up special? No, yeah. Watch that shit. It's a, it's amazing. It, I think okay, it's one of the cool. the uh, uh, like compared to all of the other comedy specials that have come out. It's I consider it revolutionary. <laughs> gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. Okay, for sure. Yeah, I'll. Uh, I definitely. I just. I haven't watched too many comedy specials. For lately. sure. Watch that one. The the ending. How about this? It's a comedy special, but the ending will make you cry like a bitch. Oh, oh, okay, for sure. Yeah, I, 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 it's on my list now. I'm yeah. putting it on right now. Nice. Um, hey, I, have a, uh, I just just because I had a conversation with someone the other day. Do you do you like when awards or when award shows give awards to like movies no one's ever heard of? Like how so? Like um, like Green Book winning Best Picture last year? I don't know. It's just I got for me. Well, did people have people never heard of Green Book? I mean, they have, but I guess it was a, a movie nobody really wanted to win Best Picture. But like, what do you, I still yeah, don't, I, I still don't understand? Like, what do you mean by like movies that nobody's ever heard of? Like the well, got, that didn't do well in the box office or? So yeah. Well, so like. When movies were nominated, when like nobody went out and watched them. Gotcha. You know what I mean? Yeah. You know what I mean? Because I'm I'm looking at best motion picture right now. Um, just drama, Marriage Story, 1917, The Irishman, Joker, and The Two Popes. And besides Joker, all of those were kind of underdogs. Yeah, I've I've heard of those. Even before yeah. the Golden Globes, but that's because I I'm a fucking I went to film school and like I'm into this shit. But I can understand where like somebody who isn't so into like uh, movies or inundated in the whole thing as as me, I understand how they could look at the nominees or watch the Golden Globes yesterday and be like, "What the fuck is a Marriage Story?" Like right. I don't like I don't know like Night what like who else what else was nominated? Um, the two popes like what the fuck. Where did that even air? Is that like an yeah, HBO look, thing or? Look, oh, I mean that's a Netflix thing. I'm pretty oh, sure. Oh yeah. Because Loki, I do keep up on this, and the, the two popes I did have to look up. Yeah, like that one. Even I'm like not too fucking familiar with. Like I know 1917. Well, 1917 came out this Christmas. The Irishman yeah. is Scorsese, so I'm pretty sure some people know about it, right? A lot of. I mean, that one got a lot of buzz, especially for Scorsese. Yeah, uh, Joker was saying, uh, a fucking hit. 
marriage story, I can see where people probably would not know what that is. And the two popes, fuck, uh, the two popes, I don't even know. I don't even care, dude. I don't even care. Yeah, I'm just, because the person I was having a conversation with posed it as like, oh, yeah, award shows are to show that reviewers are better than the rest of, like, mainstream people. And so it promotes elitism. Yeah, but I don't know. If no one's heard of, like, Marriage Story, then shouldn't it get an award to give it good press so that people can go watch the film? That's actually one of the reasons why uh, people campaign for an award is so they can make a fucking profit. (laughs) So they could have people go watch the movie that they made uh fuck like they've these indie movies are are cheap but they get like people like uh fucking scarlett johansson and man and driver and they're expensive and shit and like it's not it's not gonna make its money back and if it if it wins an award then it'll get more you know it's it's just financially more successful yeah because i mean i event i liked avengers endgame well enough but it's in the billion dollar club. Why do we need to give it any awards? You yeah. Know? It's like, I, I feel like those kinds of blockbuster movies, they don't like the Avengers was universally, um, acclaimed. A lot of people right. liked it, but I don't, yeah. I don't feel like, cause last year, black Panther was nominated and I understand black Panther made a shit ton of money. It's an MCU movie, but I understand why it got the nomination because it was culturally significant. Right, sure. And I think that is um, the level... I guess that, that serves as the gauge as to whether or not like those blockbuster movies should be nominated for Best Picture at all. Like Back then, in 2009, Avatar went up against The Hurt Locker. And <laughs> Avatar made the most money... At that, mo- at that moment, it, it was the, the fucking movie that made the most money ever. And, yeah, that's right. And it, uh, it also, I think it was, it was lauded for its like technological advances and shit. And that's why I felt, I guess that's why people agree that it got the best picture nom because it was so uh, technically revolutionary. Yeah, I, I don't know. It just, it kind of bugs me when people say like, oh, award shows, they don't know what the general public wants. But it's like, if the general public is already spending money on these movies, then why the fuck does it need an award? I get you. Yeah. In the end, dude, was, it's 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 yeah, it's just Hollywood and all of these insiders just stroking off, <laughs> giving okay, each other uh, gift gift baskets year after year. Fair enough. Yeah. Um, the uh, I I don't know. I I was also trying to explain like how campaigning works, and it just wasn't getting through. So I just I had to share my frustration with you, buddy. I'm sorry. You want to go into the whole campaigning shit? No, I don't give a shit now. Well, because you already talked about, like, how campaigning works. Like, or at least why people do campaigns to get, uh, to try to get some kind of interest in the movie that they spent so much money making. Do they do anything specific that's, like, other than, because I know, like, Marriage Story went out on Netflix, so people are watching that there. 
Like, but it's like an indie movie that nobody really would really give a fuck about because it's just about two people divorcing. <laughs> well, that's because I'm looking. I, yeah, I know. Because um, I'm looking at best motion picture for both between musical or comedy and drama. One, two, three, four are Netflix releases. Uh, Dolomite is my name. Irishman, Marriage Story, and the Two Popes. Netflix is cleaning uh, house, of, man. It's it's out of doing one, well. One, two, three, four, five out of ten. Yeah, almost half of them are Netflix releases, and I guess we're seeing a new age in these uh, in these types of films now. Because <laughs> I think Netflix gives these movies limited releases in theaters, so people can go yeah. see them traditionally if they want. But then they make it available on Netflix, like, say, like, the day after or, like, the week after. Right, 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 right. And that um, might, I, I know a lot of people are really against that. Is it Spielberg that said? Who? So there's some director Spielberg that... Spielberg said it, like, a couple of years ago, yeah. Yeah, that Netflix movies shouldn't be nominated for awards. Mm-hmm. Because of, because of that. Because, I guess, like, the whole theatrical release and shit, but... Man, the times are changing. People are getting their media through different different methods. Right. I always tell oh, people yeah. I don't have to go to the movie theater. I go for the experience and the discreet hand jobs. That's true. I I I only go for the hand jobs. Is that where you Wait. uh you get a uh, like do you do you sit down? Is there some sort of code? You know how, like, well, for bathroom I, stalls, you have to have, like, a little tippy dance? A dance well, or something for, that you do? For us, we sit down and we jerk each other off. Okay, I gotcha. So it's almost immediate. You just movies. sit down, boom. Well, no, it's you and me. Oh. We go to the theater and then we just jerk each other off. Oh, yeah. I forgot. I forget we do that. You, you, for, you already <laughs> forgot. We just saw Uncut Gems last night. <laughs> 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 Motherfucker, I haven't seen you in weeks. What are you talking about? <laughs> you say as you're sweating. <laughs> um, all right, let me see. I got, I have. Hey, how's your New Year's, by the way? My New Year's was cool. I spent it with uh, friendos, and we friendos. did we did fun fun things. Nice. I went to paintballing yesterday. Ah. With, uh, do you know who goes paintballing on Sunday morning? Who goes paintballing on Sunday morning? People who paintball every day and then ex-military people. <laughs> so I'm guessing that they have their own rigs, their own helmets. They oh, got I, they got the same gun but in different camos. This wasn't for paintballing. This was for airsoft. It was like at the same place. I saw kids with riot shields walking around. <laughs> oh, 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 God. I have so many... I, the paintballs didn't just explode. I have so many fucking bruises. Like, there's a giant bruise on my leg right now. Yeah, man. It's, that shit hurts. It looks like fun, but it hurts. I've been paintballing before, and I, I know the bruises. They, they fucking come in, and, it, and when they hit you, it's like you get offended. You're like, what the fuck was that? You get a little mad. <laughs> That's the thing. I've only ever paintballed once in high school ten years ago. Um, and you, there's just strategy in what you wear because I was wearing kind of loose clothing, 
And I realized if I got hit in like the dick or ball area, <laughs> I, I'd be out of commission for a couple of weeks. You don't have a paintball um, fucking cup, bruh? I went paintballing once 10 years ago. You got to get a paintball I... cup, man. That's no excuse. <laughs> fucking noob. I was thinking, oh, I, sh- I should probably put a cup on. <laughs> um, Do you even own one? I've never owned a cup. I've never done sports, so I've never had anything to protect my uh, my uh, my jewels. Oh, you never played? Sorry, I'm looking at Cool Cat. You never played baseball before? Nah. Oh yeah, I see. I I used to play catcher sometimes, and uh, that's where the pitcher just throws the ball at you as you're crouching. So I needed a cup, or else I would have gone to the hospital. Oh, so you were the dude that had the, uh, if I know my baseball, <laughs> you're the guy that's behind the batter. Yeah, very good. Yeah, woo, you, gold, gold star. This, this astonishingly simple question about baseball correct. Because <laughs> I know there's different, there's different things. There's catcher, there's a fucking shortstop. Um, right. Yeah, that's all I know. Um, so that was just me getting set up because my friend, hey, did you hear we might be going to World War Three soon? Oh, yeah, because Trump chucked a missile at a, an Iranian airport and killed a commander? Yeah, so Oops. Uh, Qasem Soleimani is a top Iranian general. He's a piece of shit, like just a motherfucker. Yeah. Um, he tweeted out that he liked The Last Jedi and then the next day he was dead. <laughs> Everybody knows that's Trump's uh, least favorite Star Wars. He's a Ryan Johnson hater. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, ever since then, now and listen, I'm going to say this straight up. Because I work with a guy who talks about this all day, almost every day. You know, um, He said, don't worry about the draft, World War Three." isn't coming in like any like in the way that you think it's gonna come if that makes any sense like we're not all gonna die right now but uh someone on twitter wrote is it true that there's going to be a world war three and if it is what should we do i'm scared (laughs) and then someone by the name of cool cat on twitter responded with everyone listen there will be no world war three in all caps and there be no draft all caps american crush iran easier than popping a pimple so don't be scared hashtag cool cat and you've never heard of cool cat before i've never heard of cool cat (laughs) cool cat is uh his the guy's real name is Derek savage um, he did a 2015 movie called Cool Cat Saves the Kids, which is an anti-bullying movie. Uh, I'm on the Wikipedia right now. Here's the plot. A bright orange cat named Cool Cat is the coolest cat in the world, and a blonde-haired bully named Butch hates him for it. When Butch tries to bully Cool Cat and his friends... Cool Cat must stick up for himself and stop him. Um, and I'm looking at the fucking 
I wanted to call it an album cover, but the poster. <laughs> I see it too. It's of Cool Cat, and uh, it's he's it's, cheering. Vivica A. Fox is apparently in it. <laughs> I saw that. It can't be the same Vivica A. Fox. I don't know, man. I don't think she's gotten a lot of work these years. I like to think he got someone named Vivica A. Fox just to put that on there so that people <laughs> be confused. Um, oh, he's even got... <laughs> oh, have you ever heard of still casting? He's going to be in it twice. Oh, really? <laughs> <laughs> Why would you put still casting on your fucking poster? <laughs> you fucking idiot. Cool Cat an anti-bullying kids gun safety movie. <laughs> um, so I'm going to read a couple reasons. One of my – this – before I read some of the reasons why people are saying it sucks, uh – one of my favorite scenes from this movie, he has like a nightmare about kids being bullied or something. <laughs> so I forgot that Cool Cat was an entire franchise because I look at Cool Cat finds a gun was the first movie in this little trilogy he has. <laughs> um, he has like, oh, there's the blonde bully. Uh, he has a dream about being bullied. But since the costume of Cool Cat, the eyes don't, like, shut, he's just rolling around in bed, and his eyes are open the entire time, and it looks like he's having some sort of heroin overdose and breaking out. (laughs) Uh, Let's look at some of the... uh, I'm on awfulmovies.org for this. Why it sucks... Despite his supposed role of teaching kids how to deal with bullies, Cool Cat lacks proper characterization to be such an important character. He, in fact, is very immature since he cries when Butch the bully destroys his sandcastle and runs across the street without looking both ways, despite the fact he just said to do that. Oh, let me go through some of these. Oh, shit. I forgot. Derek Savage is a weird guy. Are you, uh, what are you looking at right I'm now? I'm at the, uh, the Cool Cat fandom wiki page for Derek Savage right now. Do you want me yeah. to read what they have for his description? Yes, please. Here we go. Derek Savage. Derek Savage is a man-baby who can't accept criticism and throws a fit whenever someone doesn't like his stupid movie. He loves a cat and promotes bestiality by maintaining a relationship with Mama Cat. Derek Savage is a man who's friends, who's friends with YMS, I don't know who that is, despite his review also being negative. Derek uh, Savage is what YMS is. What is that again? Uh, YMS is Your Movie Sucks. Gotcha. Derek Savage has also tried to shut down IHE. What's that? Uh, I hate everything. There you go. He's used like shitty things and says why he hates them. Because he claimed that the copyright infringed his movie when IHE's review was well within fair use. Claims that putting yeah. logos in a movie's copyright infringement, by but by that logic, he'd be in trouble with Apple, Jeep, Dakota Tires, Gmail, etc. Uh, Derek Savage was going to do a movie on Cool Cat Stops a School Shooting, but got greedy and dropped the project, so Mumkey Jones stepped in and did it himself with uh, $5 of the budget he was asking for. That's right, yeah. Um, 
I do remember all of that. I'm also on Derek Savage's uh, <laughs> uh, his his uh, website. Um, so he has a few movies outside of the Cool Cat persona. He also has something called Gun Self Defense for Ladies, <laughs> in which he teaches women and in very small print men how to use weapons for self-defense. Um, his website, which is just DerekSavage.com, is a very bizarre read because he has these fucking kids' movies like Cool Cat, Kids Superhero, uh, and children's books, which are all Cool Cat-based, like Cool Cat Loves the Beach, Cool Cat Loves Baseball. <laughs> If you just do, like, three clicks away, you find, like, softcore pornography. <laughs> um, you find, like, in 420-themed projects, including 420 awards, is right above children's books by Derek Savage. Yeah. <laughs> I'm on the page right um, now, and I've seen that he's written some novels and screenplays. I was going to get to that. Yeah. He... He has something, a screenplay called Street Sweet Revenge, <laughs> when a street gang kills your family, payback can be your only justice, and it's a gun shooting at a city. <laughs> God's Wrath, the second coming, which has no description, but it has the Capitol building with Satan horns on it and the cross in front of that. Um, and then finally, Bad Boy the male dancer and it's him in a weird like almost elvis looking outfit yeah a little bit he looks like uh, evil knievel maybe too evil knievel that's what i was looking for yeah um i don't know i just thought it was important after days of radio silence following soleimani's death cool cat finally resurfaced to remind us all that we will be safe and I thought, ah, it doesn't even look, I'm looking at this tweet right now. He's responding to someone who never, oh, fuck, they asked him. Why the fuck did they ask him? They asked him what will happen? Yeah, sorry, I didn't read the first part. It just says, at Cool Cat Loves You, is it true that there is going to be a World War Three? <laughs> they searched him out to find what he thought about the, the geopolitics in the Middle East. All I can say, dude, all I all I can say right now is I'm really looking forward to Cool Cat Wins World War Three. I can't yes. wait for that shit. That thing's gonna... Man, fuck Marriage Story. Fuck Avengers. Fuck Black Panther. Cool Cat Wins World War Three is going to win Best Picture. It's gonna win everything. Just you wait. They can end. They can stop making movies after that. Exactly. What's the point? Right. We've reached peak perfection. <laughs> With Cool Cat. <laughs> I'm looking at all of his uh, his his books. I really want to read Cool Cat Loves Wrestling. I'm a big fan of professional wrestling, and I think I'd I connect with this book. Yeah, it's it's kind of weird that <laughs> in all of these. He looks, the cool cat looks really happy, but none of the humans look really, like that wrestling one, that wrestler looks pissed. He does. It's always the baseball player that's that's uh, next <laughs> in the cool cat loves baseball. 
this is sorry. This is such a shit website. It is. It's really bad. Because I thought, oh, maybe I can click on it to buy it. No, <laughs> it's just listing things he's done. There's. I want to read his uh, his trolley trout uh, books. See, there's three of them. There's oh, yeah. trolley makes friends, trolley and the necklace, and trolley uh, finds, finds a gun. A gun. <laughs> <laughs> um. He's also he. I'm looking at this. He used the same art for the wrestling man and the baseball man. He just <laughs> put a cap on the baseball man. <laughs> oh, he did. They're exactly the same. Right? Yeah. <laughs> That's why they look so pissed. <laughs> They're the same person. Yeah. Oh, what the fuck? Oh. D- I gotta get off this page. This is a weird. I'm I, on some kind of list now. I like that he uh, he lists all the awards his websites won. Like uh, it won the Golden Web Award 2002-2003, uh, the Golden Web Award. Uh, he actually won it previously in 2001 and 2002. He he won right. the Art Space Award in. Uh, oh, he won an award for web excellence for the entire decade. No. 2010 he won an art space award so awards that nobody gives a fuck about uh derek savage has won them well even if even if i gave a fuck about the golden web award he got it in 2004 (laughs) almost 20 years ago 16 years ago yeah (laughs) things change um it is we've talked about uh gordon ramsay right yeah that guy's a he's a he's a national treasure. He is, but it is there's so many uh, episodes where fucking the person will say no, but I got this award in 1986, and Gordon Ramsay's like it's 2020. What are you talking? You can't just keep writing off of this forever. You can't, dude. You have to let your awards go. Yeah. It's like, who else has been writing off their award? Who's won something that's been like, I won this, and that's just all that they harp on? I'm trying to think about it. So, oh, that, that's a good question. Like, Oh, I, I have one, kind of. Oh, who? Uh, maybe, maybe it's different, but Neil Blomkamp with District 9. Yeah, he made one good movie. And that's the only movie that will be on the director of thing whenever a trailer comes out for a new film. Yeah, director of District 9. Oh, and it's probably even uh, more so because I, I'm i pretty sure he was nominated for an Oscar for it. He was. He was Best nominated. picture. So he didn't win because, of course not. Yeah. But he was nominated for uh, for best picture at the oscars that year yeah i remember that was the year that they uh nominated 10 fucking movies oh fuck they nominated 10 movies because the year before uh the dark knight wasn't nominated and people revolted they're all like what the fuck yeah yeah hang on i so i'm looking up the oscar nominations from that year let's see I haven't found it yet, but I, I, let's see how many we can do. And can you name how many there were that year? There were probably nine or ten. 
Nine or ten? Can you can you name any of them? Oh besides yeah, District, uh, District Nine, uh, fucking Avatar, The Hurt Locker. Uh, I want to say Up. Okay. Um, and fuck, that's all I can remember for now. Okay. Uh, I'm gonna throw in Inglorious Bastards. Inglorious Bastards, yes. And that's all I can remember. Also, here we all go. Right. I got a full list here. I got it too. Oh, man, you go. Time today. You go. All right. Best picture. This is such a weird segment. Anyone who was interested in who was nominated best picture at the Oscars in the 2010, uh, Hurt Locker, Avatar, The Blind Side, District Nine, and Education, Glorious <laughs> Bastards, Precious, A Serious Man, Up and Up in the Air. And I think they've kept that uh, sort of trend for uh, forever now, since uh, since last year. Like around ten movies get nominated each year for Best Picture. I think I think it's like you can get up to ten, but it, it has to like meet some kind of criteria. So we always get like eight or something. Oh, it looks like it's been nine. One. Two, nine is how it is. Yeah, nine movies get uh, nominated uh, every year since 2009, I believe. For sure, for sure. Th- we don't need that many awards. Like, well, here's the movie. thing. The reason why they, they allowed for so many movies is to allow for more spots to go to those blockbuster movies that people see. Oh. That's why they started nominating, uh, adding more movies to the Best Picture race so those blockbusters can make maybe make it in. And to tell you the truth, the reason why – like the, the Oscars, the, uh, the viewership for the Oscars have been, has been plummeting year after year because nobody gives a fuck. Nobody really cares about fucking awards shows. But if you nominate uh, an Avengers or a Black Panther, people are going to tune in because that's the movie that they saw that year. Especially with the age of the internet, when you've been following this movie reviewer or something all year, when they do their best of the year, people will tune into that compared to people they've never, you don't even see, you never see the Academy at these award shows, you know? Yeah. What a weird... What what a weird system, man. Fuck people. Yeah, dude. Like, just let, let... we get it. You like a big blockbuster film. Let another movie have a little bit of time, like a little time in the spotlight. Oh. And those those movies, those blockbuster films, those are just um, honestly the basic of the basic. That's probably the most basic movie that basic movies that Hollywood can make. And these movies <laughs> that get nominated for awards and stuff, those are arguably some of the movies where. The uh, the stories are just m- more complex. Uh, they have right. more to offer, and some of these movies are pushing the media forward with how um, I don't know how avant garde or how just you know it's just like these. This is art. Like yes, yeah. We're boiling well, down art and seeing what's the best year after year. Yeah, and you it's for fucking. Um... For big blockbuster movies, that makes sense because most people want to go. Not most people don't go to the movies every week or every two weeks like we do. Um, most people go; they want to watch something that they enjoy and then feel good at the end. And so that's why 
Marvel makes it great. That's why Star Wars generally is doing really well. But, uh, yeah, you're right with these little ones. I did not feel good at the end of Uncut Gems. No, I didn't feel good at all. I felt awful. <laughs> yeah, but I also recognize, I also love that movie, and it's, again, one of my favorite movies this year. Yeah, it's going to bum people. I think Uncut Gems, though, made a shit ton of money. I think it's one of A24, like, A24's biggest hits. Jack and Jill 2. That's what everyone was saying when they walked in, only to get this depressing look at gambling addiction. <laughs> oh, God. I wonder uh, how much money. I think it made, yeah, I think it's, uh, it's been doing well so far. How much money has I believe that it's A24, because I think that's, what is another A24 film that has, like, an Adam Sandler-level popular actor in it? I don't know. I can't name one. I can't. Off the top of my head, I can't really think of one. That just goes to show, man. Even though he's, for 20 years, Adam Sandler's been a fucking, he's been in demand. People still want to fucking watch that guy. I think people remember when they were kids watching, like growing up with the good Adam Sandler. He's just familiar, Um, right? He's just some face that you know. Yes, yeah. And, And familiarity will get you a long way in hollywood i think definitely and that's why um that's why you you nah i'm not gonna make that statement (laughs) i was just gonna say that's why a lot of times kids of big celebrities will go on and do like really good in hollywood because people are familiar with the name yeah Um, um fucking the guy that's in uh chris nolan's new movie tenet Tenet, yes. He's Denzel Washington's kid. Oh, no shit. Yeah. Has he been in anything? He was in Black Klansman. Is that it? That, yeah, that's it. Damn. Uh, John now... David Washington. He is Denzel Washington's son. Oh, shit. Yeah, that's right. He's a good actor, though. Yeah, and I think he's been in Ballers, too. Not Ballers yeah, 2, but Ballers, the HBO show. With with Dwayne The Rock Johnson? Yeah. Uh, yeah, he was in Book of Eli. Uh, I'm just looking at some of his stuff. Oh, he was in a lot of stuff last night, or uh, a couple of years ago. Monsters and Men, All Rise, Black Klansman, and The Old Man of the Gun. So Tenet is like a biggie for him. Yeah. But I think he um, was nominated for an Oscar for Black Klansman. He was, I believe, the um. Well, because uh, look at Robert Downey Jr. He's the son of Robert Downey. Yeah. You know, and I think more people know Jr. than they know the know his daddy. Robert Downey Sr. was known for making really weird movies. I've heard. Oh, I want to watch them. I heard they're really weird. <laughs> I, frankly, I didn't even know. Why. Well, I figured Robert Downey Jr. was the son of Robert Downey Sr. Yeah. But I didn't know who the fuck Robert Downey Sr. was, you know? Yeah. Oh, let me look that up real quick. Who else hey, is like, we are at, um, 50 minutes. Hey. Hey. Right. Who else has been, like, a, a fucking, oh, that's what I hate, too, when the, the kids start acting and then, like, oh, the only reason why you got a fucking job is because... Your daddy is fucking John Goodman. 
or something. Or I don't know. Your dad is Will Smith, and you are starring in After Earth. You're starring in After Earth. Oh, now you have a, a an album deal, and you're making music. Oh, shit. Right. Now you're hanging out with Tyler, the creator. Fuck right. you. Nepotism. Yeah. Um, but hey, man, I'll hang out with did. you, Jaden Smith. Yeah. Is he cool now? I don't yeah, know. I think he is. Uh, Luis says that his music is is good, and Luis is like uh, primo Gen Zer. So if he says he's good, then I guess he's in. <laughs> you know, he's my uh, he's my control when it comes to like um, new shit. If Luis says, "Oh, it's not trash," then it's in. Luis is younger than us. Therefore, he's a good judge of what is good. I'm not saying what is good, what is hip. Okay. Oh, what is in? Okay, yeah. I see. I see where you're saying. Yeah, there you go. Uh, the, uh, uh, fine, fair enough. No, I just, I remember seeing all of those, like, videos of fucking, like, Jaden Smith, someone asking, hey, can you, uh, can you donate money to the poor? And... <laughs> Do you remember that? No. It was like a cringe video, and Jaden Smith like kept going on about like how he wasn't gonna donate, but he also was. And it was super weird. He's that for a while. He was the embodiment of I'm 14, and this is deep. <laughs> I remember there was this a uh, a few years ago when uh, Sony some Sony execs emails got leaked, or like some important Sony emails got leaked and they were talking shit on the whole smith family okay they were saying like oh don't cast these people don't cast their children don't believe in what they believe in they're fucking brainwashed like they were mad trashing will smith and his fucking yeah. kids <laughs> and it got out and then the the smiths were all like what the fuck sony <laughs> well, yes uh well because they've done major deals with them yeah yeah, oh. but it's like I think Willow Smith is popular too, right? Like she does music and is in uh, fucking movies and shit too. She's I whip my hair back and forth. Yeah, I always thought Willow Smith was like more talented, and then Jaden Smith just did stupid things and he got more popular. I thought that's how things went, but I might yeah. be wrong because I knew about Willow Smith way before I knew about Jaden Smith. Oh my god. Okay, I got what um What did they say here? Oh my god. I think they were just notes that they were giving um uh oh. fucking movies and they were it's not that they were talking shit on like Will Smith or I guess they were just talking shit on his kids. And I think one exec said, "Willow and Jaden Smith are homeschooled. Don't let this family date your movie." <laughs> oh shit, dude. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck. God damn it. I swallowed something wrong. Oh. Fuck. That's hate. That's pretty good, though. That is pretty good. <laughs> it's just, I, I, it probably shouldn't have been leaked. Probably but not, it's no. Good. No. <laughs> Don't let these kids be in your fucking movie because they're homeschooled. <laughs> And if people, I don't, I don't know. I under, okay, I understand from a business standpoint. Don't let them date your movie. Okay, 
I understand the whole concept of like don't date something, make it timeless. Yes. But right. saying right. commenting on the fact that they're homeschooled, like bruh, that's just a little petty now. <laughs> right, right. They're I, I children. Because there is a point of like, oh, if you have them in here, it's this movie's not going to last too long, and then no one will understand these references in like twenty years. But just, what does everyone have against homeschooled people? I don't know, dude. I mean, I've it, met what? a bunch of homeschooled people, and they've been really nice and well adjusted and stuff. I was in love with a girl who was uh, in. in in college, who was homeschooled like all of her life until community college. I she seemed fine and normal, maybe a little close with her family, but that's a plus, <laughs> I think. Like how close? Did they all take baths together or something? They took baths together. Did yeah, they all yeah, sleep yeah. in the same bed and shit? They all smelled the same. <laughs> <laughs> they. Uh... <laughs> They did that thing where they all wore caps in a giant bed and went. Oh, I need some dinner, Daniel. You need some dinner. Yeah. You go get your dinner. I'll uh, go. Can you come cook for me? Uh, I'm sorry, man. I'm in Huntington Beach, and you're in Sherman Oaks. Right. I know. Can you come cook for me? I'm not Doctor Manhattan, bro. I can't zap myself there. No, but you, you have a car. I do have a car, but my car isn't Dr. Manhattan. It can't zap <laughs> itself there. Uh, all right, I'm not going to go any further with this joke. Oh, <laughs> uh, hey, hey, but it's been an adventure, I think. I think it has. I, the first adventure yeah. of 2020. How about that? That's true. Yeah, because what we took, when is this going up? It's probably going to go up within this week. Okay, cool. So like the week yeah, of just, January 6th. Yes. Yeah. So we just, we were talking about dating things and now we just dated our own fucking podcast. We dated it twice, man. We dated it when we were started talking about Willow and Jaden Smith. And now we're dating it now. We've actually dated it just talking about the this Golden is, Globes. <laughs> this entire time. It's saying things like the Golden Globes happened Yesterday. Yesterday. January 5th, <laughs> Joaquin Phoenix won last night. Last night, yes. <laughs> um, okay, yeah, for sure. Yeah, just because I was trying to figure out if we actually took two weeks off or if this is just a late podcast. You know what I mean? I consider it a late podcast. Late podcast. Okay, cool. Well, then we will see you all in a week then. We shall. I'm so surprised, I, man. I'm here in the in the uh, rec room, main room, recording this, and nobody has walked in on me at walked. all. I've just been Thank here you. fucking naked right here recording this podcast, and nobody's walked in on me. It's amazing. I'm, I'm in my room. I've been jerking off this whole time. Oh, shit, dude. You, la you, you got a problem. I think you got ED. Go to the doctor. That's what I, wait, I have erectile dysfunction? Yeah. Is that what that is? Yeah. Erectile dysfunction. I've heard it called jerking. ED, so I'm going to call it ED from now on. Me just jerking off has means I have erectile dysfunction? Well, you've been jerking off for like, what, 59 minutes? You got a problem, man. You never came. Yeah, I did. Well, you don't know I didn't come. Oh, okay. 
That's true. <laughs> I went pretty quiet for a few minutes there. Yeah, you did. I guess. Yeah, I guess so. I think then you are a uh, normal, functioning, healthy uh, human male. <laughs> I admit to jerking off on a podcast while someone's while someone else is talking, and your response is, "Oh, you're a normal male. <laughs> you're a normal functioning male." When it comes to that, yeah, to the other, I don't know, you may have some psychological problems, but... Um, yeah, there you go. There you go. To each their own, uh, dude. Everybody has their own kink. Yeah, fair enough. Hey, you got me there, bud. All, All right, right, Daniel. Uh, my name is Victor Wright. My name is Daniel Farias. And it's been an adventure. See you guys later. Bye!